to you. Looking like a high. I'm serious. I was gonna eat your pussy too. Turn that shit off. <laughs> Welcome back to Range Anxiety. You already know I've got a co-host here today with his laughing and thanks to Afro Man because I got high and yeah, <laughs> we've been <laughs> we're laughing today because the cracktivities in the, out there in the general public have got that bad. They've reached a new level. Everyone's got to be high, <laughs> and it's not. It's not just. Um, oh yeah, by the way, welcome oh, back, Bullhouse. Yeah, I'm, it's me. I'm back. Hey world. Hey Marty. Hey babe. I thought I think I caught him on the wrong foot there with that <laughs> intro, but yeah. I said we're going to become a little more Rogan-esque, you know. We're a bit too stiff, uh, upper lip sometimes. we got to, like, let our real selves come the fuck out when we're... We've got to get high. <laughs> we, <laughs> no, I was going to ask you, um, actually, speaking of which, when is the last time you smoked a doob? And Yeah, you, you know the answer to this. Yeah, I work for BHP, and that is a no-no. What, smoking a doob? No. Oh! <laughs> No, <laughs> you, of course not. You've crossed the line there. You are a pillar. Of, <laughs> you're a pillar of the community, Paul, and that's why yeah. that's why I have you on such a wholesome family entertainment. <laughs> What's actually sent me mental? Can you explain to the general public? Yeah, I can. I can. I was here yesterday afternoon when you uh, explained to me that uh, a vehicle's going to be coming in shortly. Yeah, yeah, bit of a bit of a high performance thing, bit of a build. You're looking forward to getting your hands on. Yeah, and then we saw it pull in. Well, what was it? And, what was it supposed to be? Start with that. Uh, well, it's a VESS. It's yeah. it's. Um, what was it supposed to be done to it? It's a built motor. Big, no, no. Big cam. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. High stall. Yeah. Wasn't there heads and cam? No, no. I, no. I, I thought there was a little double bit done. rowies and you know. Yeah, yeah. All the internals. So. Yeah, high stall, so high stall, yeah, three thousand plus, I believe. So you're looking at, yeah, so you're looking at probably expecting the through a stall. Is there a bit greedy on on rollers? Revert back to my roller issue, but you're going to be wanting three thirty, three four, three three twenty, three thirty at the tires. Yeah, kilowatts. Yeah, yeah. four hundred and twenty, four hundred and forty horsepower for the Americans out there in freedom units. It and sounded like it was going to be a good thing. It did, but you know, the minute I realised it wasn't is when I saw your lip drop. <laughs> I had a bit of yeah, a quiver up there. You did, did I? you did. The minute it pulled up and we saw the oil on the bed of the truck. Tow truck. truck. Yeah. Well, it, you know, I thought it was going to be good, but it turned out to be a steaming pile of excrement. Yes. Okay, yes. so why was it late getting here? Uh, blew the power steering pump, I believe. Just blew it. Well, that happens with these big power things, you know. <laughs> it hadn't even been running. I think yeah. it run. I think it's because it was put together out of bits from a wrecking yard was the main reason it failed. Well, all the texture marks all over the <laughs> all over the components there sort of gave That's it away. It, it does, does indeed. It it had that look about it of like... Defeat. <laughs> yeah, but assembled rapidly with whatever they could find. Oh, like, so, well, there's cable ties there for sure. You know what I'm talking We're talking VESS. It's not a old... Well, there's old bourbon there too. <laughs> and all sorts of yeah. other things. The trim looked nice. Well, well, it was all stacked up on the back seat, remember? No, that, that was another car's trim. It had oh. door cards and stuff on it. Well, they weren't fit very well. <laughs> yeah, but so there were other bits of trim in oh. the back. It had too much trim. And a couple of wiring looms. Yeah, well, you know, okay. main harness kind of stuff. Yep, yep, yep. I couldn't get in there, remember, because we couldn't open the doors? Because... Uh, yeah. <laughs> That was the second problem we came across, yeah, wasn't it? We rolled it off the truck. Yeah. Thought we'd key it over just to have a listen. Yeah. What yeah. happened? It went tick, 
No, it didn't even go. T- didn't it? I it wouldn't it even light t- up the dash. Remember? That's right. Yep. Yep. So what did you do? Jumper battery. Big we one. Went, big ass one. Yep. Went and got the jumper battery. Hooked yep. it up. Yep. It slowly, slowly. but it did crank. It did crank. Yeah. And it fired into life. It did, and it idled okay, really. What it was. So, yeah. 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 But it only idled, and we read out, and we you know, wrote a bass tune, should we happen to get this thing on the dyno. But what happened then was that when we had tuned it and we took the jumper battery off, what started happening then? The lights flashing, codes coming up, which Dash is usually flashing. a sign of not enough voltage through, yeah. the, through the car. So, so we ran it a little bit longer, tried to get some volts in there. Then you reflashed a bit of an updated tune. Yeah, I you? really decided to sharpen the pedal. Because of thing. all those check lights that yeah, were coming well, on. Yeah, well, you know, one must just turn them off. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then I attempted to just drive it. No, I made you. Well, <laughs> you did, mate. Only because you knew my tetanus was up to date. Yeah. Getting in that and car I said, right, because, you know, you're the holding man around here, so you're driving it around the gravel the gravel car park. Don't drive it on any concrete or asphalt surfaces. Yep. So it's more than likely going to piss its pants. That's what we were concerned about. And that new power steering pump worked a treat. Not at all. No. No, there was no power steer. It was like one of those old uh, ab workout things, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a larger gentleman. It took some effort to get that thing to turn around um and then you were wondering why i was driving it like a dickhead yeah it looked actually looked like a scene out of skippy when skippy's <laughs> hopping away from the helicopter at the start it was young yeah yep roll 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 had, blo- had that blower hump what do we think that may have been well, the 3,000 RPM stall converter is actually a 300 RPM one. Yeah, I it think so. Built, it looks tighter than stock. Yeah, yeah. Well, something on that car's got to be tight. <laughs> yeah, it would, would be only the um, owner's wallet, I'd be thinking. Well, he hadn't the, spent much money on it. Well, I think he did. That's the thing. I think he yeah. got fleeced. I don't see how. Well, look, it was a bit of custom panel work going on there, too. Uh, yep, yep. Well, for example... It's obviously been a race car because it. What did it have on the brakes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we weren't sure if it was heat paint to let him know what temperatures they were running to, or whether he just failed to mask the calipers up. <laughs> but he did several different colour changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't happy with red, so he thought he'd go yellow and green. It was a raster car. But <laughs> yeah. it matched the bumper. Probably smoking his doob, you know. Listen to a bit of Bob Marley. Let's put the colours on there. We're, we're the factory colour is torn off the bumper it was red underneath there as well yeah yeah it was pretty it was overall it was a pretty impressive thing but my my um you know coup de gras here is it's got to go on a dyno right and we'll get back down to the bonnet in a minute there's some funnier shit even again but (laughs) bold tyres a few wheel nuts missing on the back wheels yeah that's that's a bit of a deal breaker isn't it yeah. When you're putting a car on a dyno, it's almost like going to a track day, in a way, in that it's almost yeah. like doing a drag race. You wouldn't go to the drags with, like, eh, it's got a couple of wheel nuts, you'll be fine. Well, they don't let you, because they've got this thing called scrutineering. Yeah. So we're basically the scrutineers. You are indeed. Yeah. So yep. You're more so, like scrotum ears, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well... We, you're checking the wheel nuts when you're walking to the car. I think you already had that in your head. You knew that it was going to be missing wheel nuts. And just bam. by the general look of it, because yeah. remember that 
other thing we ragged on not so long ago. That was missing wheelnuts too. Yes. Yeah. You know, so the, oh, maybe yeah. it's like that chip that's in shortage at the moment. Maybe yeah, wheel nut shortage, <laughs> nut shortage, global. Or maybe they had a nut allergy. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, well, well, there you go. Around a bit yeah, these days. Okay. So then you go, but there was some prep going on because when we lifted the bonnet, you know, you do a big build, you know, a high stall with my Doctor Evil fingers again, and and a big cam. What do you put on a stock airbox, right? You wouldn't put something good like an OTR on it. But how do you high flow that stock airbox? Delete the filter. Yeah, there was yeah. no air filter in it, like <laughs> not required. And the, the airbox wasn't actually connected to the air either. Yeah, there was no clamp there, that was just flopping about. Yeah, so the moment you went to uh, lift the airbox lid, because the towie warned me of this, he goes, oh, I think they were looking for an air filter, and I'm there. Even the towie's going, shit. You know, like... Um, he wasn't impressed. No, he wasn't impressed. He's, he's I think he was pissed off about the oil all over his tray. Yeah, well, he's going to have to go and spray it off, isn't he? Um, but, yeah, so they tried to high-flow the airbox with a racing-style setup, and he didn't use any clamps around any inlet tubes so that it could suck a bit of free air there, too. That's you right. Know? Really lift its game. You could hang that. It's a bit like porting the, the fan. Yeah, it's, it's a, like fan forced. Well, it's a bit like porting the math. You know, let a bit of air in around it. Oh, I reckon that's. I reckon that that showed that they were thinking at least. There was a math on there. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I've tuned it mathless, but it won't get in the way there. But just it's probably not even connected anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Some of the yeah. wiring looked like it had been connected, then disconnected, and then oh no, we need that reconnected again. Yeah, and there's yeah. a few different looms in the back. Yes. And, then it was chucking all of these CAN bus faults and all of this really... So not reconnected correctly. Yeah, all of this evil shit that goes on in VEs or VFs, you might as well just toss a whole car in the bin because once they get that bug in the system, it's by using wrong parts and wrong looms and stuff, they can become uh, a little bit on the troublesome side. Shit doesn't like talking to one another, does yeah, it? Yeah, and they? the alternator didn't like charging, so <laughs> the battery refused to accept any. Yeah, it was like, no charge here, chopper. <laughs> yeah. So, we, there was a, and now, you know, so we're describing a fair heap of shit here, right? Mm -hmm. yep. But when I ring up and say, look, we can't dyno this, there's going to be genuine surprise. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be horrified. Like, yeah. why? What? You don't like it? And I'll be like, no, I don't fucking like it. It's dangerous, it's horrible, and it's ugly. And when you've been doing it as long as I have, you think, what have I done wrong in life that I've still got to be fielding this kind of crap? Yep. Yep. The the thing that gets me is when you're taking your car to a shop, I mentioned this to you earlier, there should, yep. there should be a checklist. But we were wanna, talking about the checklist. You want to go through. You just yeah. have to. You know, even just as the person bringing their car in. Because, let's wait, that one's a bit of a heap of shit. Right. But we're sitting here, there's, I can see McLaren, and there's yeah. a couple of 35s. I feel bad about that. You, when you're parked along that sort of car, you know, you sort of want to... Lift the level, lift the game of yours as well. Yeah, look, it's not about being snobby, it's about no, being basically it, safety issues. Because I love a rat rod too, you know, yeah, like sure. a rat rod would look cool parked out alongside a 35, mm, like a tough no, one. I don't mean no. a piece of shit, there's a difference. No. no. But we've got a car parked <laughs> alongside of us right now, it's yeah. actually a fairly nice, very respectable. Well, yeah, yeah, I've got a nice little and, AMG in today. And, and it's failed as well. It's failed the dyno litmus test because I have this friend and... I've only just started him listening to this, so hopefully he is listening. His name's um, Dale from Castle Hill Performance. Yep. He's a gun with LSs, and he's a gun tuner. Been around and he's time. much younger than me, but he's grumpier than me. <laughs> Already. Welcome to Sydney, I suppose. Yep. And if you turn up and your fuel light's on, he'll just drive your car out in a straight and leave the keys in it. And so we should. And now, because you don't, you know, you don't 
start a drive around Australia on an empty tank. You don't go to the drags on an empty tank. You don't do anything performance related on an empty tank. Yet people love dropping them in. And not only is this AMG low on the gauge, it's on reserve fuel level. Yep. And he's like, I bought this chip from overseas and can you fit it in dyno it? So we don't normally do that, but I thought Gareth needs a bit of punishment. He's been a bit <laughs> smart lately. So get it too he'll, easy. He'll get it on there and he'll get it on there quickly and he'll get it on there good. But I want it, you know, I want you to sort it on the dyno too. So how much dyno do you reckon it's getting? It'll get some. More than what reserve's going to be capable of. Well, possibly. It, it should, shouldn't it? Well, it should. Um, but who knows? Uh, you know, it might last. It might have a big reserve. <laughs> okay. might be a Le Mans okay. special. But honestly, what is going through people's heads? And I'm, I worked it out. It's not that they they just think you're an ass hat and you know sort it out. They think, well, actually, no, that is what's going through their heads. They're not oblivious. They know that the tank's empty. Yep. We see it's got this yellow light and a big warning in the middle. What they do is they go, he's charging me to tune it. He can chuck some fuel in it while he's at it, which is actually technically illegal to do to sell. Be sure to charge him for the fuel. You can't charge for fuel yep. unless you've got a fuel distribution license. Yep. Right. So I can't do it. And, and I'm not you do don't it. you don't have a fuel storage thing here, do you? You don't no, store not. fuel on site. No. If you want fuel, you go off to the servo like everybody else. Or should. maybe just don't I mean, do you ever drive your car around on the reserve line? Ever? Oh, I'm shocking for it. Are you? But it's usually on the way to a servo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't go anywhere. You don't have range anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Only when I'm on my electric bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but has that ever gone flat on you or run out yeah. on you? Yeah. Yeah, it has. Well, you're a bloody idiot. Thank yeah. God you don't. Yeah, have a, yeah. Thank God you haven't bought a Telstra. And it was shit when it. Did. Yeah, yeah. If you had to put some manual yeah. wagon, you try yep. pushing an electric car. You know what shit is. <laughs> okay. So yeah. well, he's he's failed, right? Yeah, he has. But, yep. So Gareth, on the other hand, has got a bit better. He's talking to a young lad who's got an XR6 turbo and he wants it tuned. So I said, Gareth, be very careful of XR6 turbos because. They're mainly these days, there are a lot, there are some good ones, some really good ones, some really powerful ones. And when they're good, they're bloody good. But when they're bad, when they're the cars that Wish built, they are rotten. Yeah, okay. Rotten things. I said, Gareth, ask him what needs to be done. Well, it's got a larger turbo, it's got injectors, this is normal. It's got a, you know, flea bay intercooler system on it. It's got some exhaust back, you know, turbo back exhaust and everything else. And I said, let's ask about the general condition of the car. Because I had a hissy fit the other day. I'm not doing any more of these things. This <laughs> shit. I had a full meltdown. Oh, XR6 meltdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah because not the cars are shit. I love them. I'm one of the first ones in Australia, as you yep. know. Yep. But now they're just owned by Pecker Woods. Yeah. Right? Well, some of them. And so, and he asked the guy, how's it run all? It's actually a bit smoky. So while you're doing your, your tune, can you just flick a new seal into the turbo? What's a turbo? I bought it second hand. The guy got it off eBay. It's like, mate, just stop. Yep. Go and get your car fixed and then get it tuned. Don't think, well, I'm paying for a tune. They can rebuild the engine, the transmission, put tyres, wheel nuts, and air fuel in it. <laughs> fuel. <laughs> Bring it here empty, mate. Yeah, Don't exactly. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Um, so, and he was like, oh. Okay, but this is how detached from reality people are. The automotive industry is busy in the aftermarket at the moment, right? So I sent him down to a guy, or Gareth sent him down to a guy we know. He's a turbo specialist here, Bill from ATS. He's very, very good. Been around forever like me. Not as grumpy as me. We call him the smiling assassin. <laughs> he doesn't spend as much time there as I do here either, so maybe he's, he's you know, he, but he's good. ATS is a really good business. They do good work, and I trust them with turbocharger stuff. Yep. And he's busy. Right, because he's good. Yep. <laughs> they go together, don't yeah, they? Yeah, normally in this yeah. day and age. 
And I sent him down there, and this was on, on the Tuesday. And I, he, I said, they can pull a turbo off it. They can rebuild it. I'll tell you it's stuffed. I'll tell you another one. They, Garrett told him all this. Yep. So then he goes, all right, well, I'll contact Bill today. And it was like Tuesday, I think. And he goes, can I book it for Thursday back with you? I said, wow, that's pretty quick. Pretty oh, no, cute. I haven't rung him yet. <laughs> so it's going to be a matter of which Thursday, mate. You'll be waiting a week to get in anywhere that's half yes. decent. Yes. You know, but they just don't get it. So I think we need to start running an education campaign. Yeah, okay. For workshops, not just tuners, because tuners are, are you know, good people normally, unless their name <laughs> starts with M. <laughs> um, or they get on Instagram throwing around $100 notes saying, you know, I'm pimp daddy cashed up tuner. You, you know, that just made me think. There's a thing that I have to do anytime I go anywhere these days. What's that? That COVID test thing. You've got to tick off. If you've been in the state the last 14 days, do yep. you know someone with COVID? You know, rah, rah, rah. You need to have one of them, the lady at the front there who answers the phone when someone rings oh, they you hate for me. a they don't, want to, they don't want to talk to them. They need to ask the customer, no, we should are be you going to be bringing it in with fuel in the tank? Yeah, no, but have wheel nuts. As it is, the customers want to talk to the receptionist and explain the problem with their eBay turbos as it is. And, you know, they're not qualified to do that and they don't really want to be doing no, that. So they say, I'll put you there to Martin. And, <laughs> and that's okay. But we should be doing more of that. And we've already spoken about the checklist, but it's just frustrating that it doesn't seem to be getting through. So we're going to run an education campaign. Right. It's going to be called the Campaign of Cracktivities. <laughs> and this is, <laughs> and it seems like you're targeting a certain market. Unfortunately, it's a very wide audience. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Go to a wastewater test. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I get some in the bloody exhaust yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we're going to run an education campaign and we're going to fix it up. Now, enough of that rant for this Sunday session on a Wednesday. Um, well, Paulie's flying out I'll tonight. Fly yeah. yeah, and he's going to smoke a dude. I mean, sorry, whatever. Um Sorry, I keep saying that. You it's do. a fixation, isn't it? At least you got off of the goats thing. You yeah, well, no. We were gonna... In fact, if someone brings in a goat in the boot, and that was the thing about that car, we couldn't we open didn't the boot. Look in the boot. We yet. couldn't open the no. boot. We're going to go and do it in a, in a minute. We we got a Jimmy. We got a Jimmy bar, haven't we? We'll just pop it open. Surely we get enough power in there to pop the boot lock. Yeah, okay. We'll yeah, we'll try. We will go in the boot, and I'll yeah. report back to you on that next one. Now, <laughs> back to more important and technical topics. Something really funny, funny, funny has happened, right? Or, you know, you know, because I'm a fanboy. All of the car manufacturers got together and were, you know, jacked up on Tesla, their autopilot shit and everything else. And, you know, they got NHTSA in the States, who are the, the governing body of transport safety, have they got them together and they issued Tesla like a 244-page document that they had to fill out why their vehicles on autopilot have been involved in collisions with... Um, stationary emergency responder vehicles. Now, there has been a few. Really? Allegedly about four or five over the last few, since 2014 or something. Okay. Where they've actually hit, where people have gone past, they've gone in an emergency situation where there's cop cars with flashing lights and they've left it on autopilot and it hasn't avoided the cars. Yeah, Maybe right. the lights are upsetting or whatever. So they issued Tesla this huge thing and if they don't respond by November 4th, they get a $115 million fine and possibly outlawing of the system and everything else. Yep. So Tesla are responding to that, and they've come back and said, well, why not include everybody that has an auto-stop, auto-steer function in their cruise control systems? We just happen to call ours autopilot, but there's Blue Cruise and so on. I think Ford's Blue Cruise, aren't they? 
But it only, work, it only works on selected highways and shit like that. So yeah, now cool. NHTSA have issued the same thing pretty much to everyone. Yep. Uh, Honda, Toyota, Volkswagen, Audi, Ford, GM. I was about to say you've missed two, but yeah, there So they now they have to respond. Maybe Chrysler, but the Chryslers even have cruise control. Nah, not when you got a Hellcat. You yeah, want, exactly right. You want to be in charge you anyway. You're dripping rubber. <laughs> yeah, go, going slow. <laughs> um, yeah, so now everyone's got to respond. Are they cop 100%? They've gone, oh, there's some revenue here. Yeah, everyone's yeah. got an ADAS, Advanced yeah. Driver Assist System. We're going to find you if you, you don't respond. If you spend enough time on YouTube, you'll see that there's enough people running into emergency response vehicles as it is. Uh, more than yeah. autopilot causes. Yeah. Yeah, they love it. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. But here's, here's the... They're, yeah. they're, fine. they're clutching at straws, aren't they, to try and get this more... Well, no, oh, but I think I think they're looking now at revenue because the problem is the Tesla's always going to have the worst data set there because it because it can turn corners itself where most of these systems can't or only when they can it's on selected highways that are GPS mapped for them. They're going to have much more data set collected and much more exposure right. because normally the sort of road if it's a back road and there's an emergency responder vehicle on it, you won't be in an ADAS system self-driving any other car anyway. Yeah, but a Tesla could. Yeah. And yeah, okay. to, the, to the most point, it avoids them. It avoids yeah, sometimes, yeah. just yeah. not all the time. <laughs> I mean, normally when I'm going past where there's a police car involved with me with flashing lights, I'm off auto drive because I'm pulling over. Yeah, well, most people have a sticky beak anyway. Yeah, exactly. We'll slow down to 25 and yeah. have a little look. Yeah. Let's see what's going so on. So everyone's in the shit now. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I reckon that's bloody hilarious. Oh, what, who instigated this move? Uh, well, that what we don't know. I think it was complaints to NHTSA from unknown investors that want to crash stock prices or unknown yep. other car yep. companies or whatever. But now everyone's been thrown under the bus. And they've just gone, great, we can get 115 million bucks times 10. Yeah. This is just fantastic, isn't it? But it's only for ones that will auto-steer. Yeah, auto-steer and auto-brake, I think. Yeah, okay. So it's got to be not a cruise control. It's got to be ADAS. Advanced driver assist. Yep. So, which in, in your level, it's got to be level one or level two. I think this is level two, this car or whatever. So, normal cruise control doesn't come into it. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and how do they come up with this 115? Oh, I don't know. How does the government come up with most fines? Yeah, I suppose. I think Big, big Joe <laughs> needing a bit of, bit of funding <laughs> for some of them flights out of Afghanistan. Out what he needs for the Christmas party. Yeah, and he to start paying. And yeah, I think that okay. I think that's fantastic. I think that's well deserved. Um, more to the point, did you see? You've been watching Uncle Chet. Uncle Chet chilling with Chet. No, he's glad. Well, he no. decided to drive it through um, underwater. He had put four four thousand pounds of weights in it, and they constructed in the sand dunes. A he had to put weights in it to get it to, to go to make it sink. It to make sure it sank yeah, fully. Okay. And was driving it under seven feet of water. Yeah. And out the other side, and it didn't work that well because the tow rope snapped and the car shut down. But then it restarted. But he fried all the electrics in it. Right. Um, so now it has no traction system at all, and he's been doing big four wheel burnouts everywhere. Oh, nice. So he's decided to take it to race week. He's towing. His... He's towing his diesel generator. Yep. He's yep. put a couple of seats in it, and he's at race week. But That's the car, even doing it, it does tire warm ups. Whoa, smoke pouring off everything. How he... the hell does it go underwater? Stuff shits itself, but and the car still works. And it restarted. It stopped on the way out, and then it restarted and kept going again. I don't know. Yeah. But it's a, it's a fair... I could see it being a problem, It's looking a bit on. like that Commodore over there now. <laughs> no but doubt. yeah, so he got that going again, but it's actually slower um, 
than it would be with the traction system working. Yeah, without all the launch control. Type yeah, without. Features. Well, yeah, I, it, I don't think it goes into um, um, lowers the nose and goes into cheetah stance or drag strip mode anymore. Yeah, but it does good skids. So he's towing around his generator behind him with his Tesla mobile charger on a big trailer. Right. You got a trailer on a plaid. Yep. And he parks there and he charges. Fires up the diesel and away he goes. Oh, and the irony. And he's actually going slower than a standard car. But would. is he still running the factory wheel set? I know. He's changed a lighter at the front, then he changed tyres from slicks to R triple eights, and he's he reckons that once he can get traction, yeah. he'll make it hook and go. But it should it, go faster. Well, it's I'm not showing the mile an hour either. It's only 146 or 149, I think, best. Well, consumer tip, don't soak them underwater then. Yeah, try not to make them a submarine. <laughs> Even though electric cars are very good submarines, yeah, yeah. they share a lot in common if with If he'd sealed more of that stuff up, it'd probably be okay. He took it to someone to get it sealed. He took it to Groovers, who are a big um, battery specialist over there. And they did seal a lot of shit, but the car still filled up with water. It was up to his waist. He would have been better off going to ASC. Wouldn't he? Yeah. Submarine Corp. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. I mean, you don't want to put a brand new car into seven foot no. of water for, you know, uh, 50 metres. It's, no. it's not going to do it a lot of good. No. But here we go, Paul. We've gone terribly over time today. Yeah. I think we talked about what we meant to. I think so. But um, What was it called? Cracktivities. Cracktivities. <laughs> so, kids, um, Cracktivities, they're what we call hopeless eternals. And as was once heard at the LS1 Drag Nationals about, hopeless eternals, don't be one yourselves.